Welcome to Help You Help Me, the podcast where I ask you, the listener, for advice on my everyday life. And in return, I'll give you some advice on yours as if you have any questions. The podcast email is helpyouhelpmepod at gmail.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, H-Y-H-M underscore pod. Um, help You Help Me podcast on all the other socials. Uh, Vero, V-E-R-O. I shout out Vero a lot. I really like that app. So, I mean, it's like kind of a cross between... Um, you know, <laughs> like West Elm and, and 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 Instagram. It's really cool. If you guys aren't on it, check it out. Find me there. Um, you know, connect, uh, get to know what's going on, and um, find out when new shows are dropping because um, that's where I promote. Anyway, um, it's been a minute, <laughs> and I've been. Um, trying to uh record an episode a week i stay trying because i try to do a lot of things lately that don't get done because i am super duper duper busy with uh, real life um both jobs are still going i know it's just gone from 24 hour fitness by now but you know i stuck around for a minute i needed to uh you know stack some more bread get get my money up uh but uh, uh the end is nigh for uh my 24-hour fitness journey um so that's happening it's it's actually happening i promise um i'm going to try to cram a lot into uh the show i'm gonna catch you guys up on what i've been up to so uh truly it's going great um the uh people i work with i think are starting to come around to me I thought they thought I was an idiot or something at first, uh, or maybe I was just being self-conscious. Like, you know, it's it, maybe they were never any sort of way at all. I'm just, I, I am, uh, I always think people perceive me a certain way. So, um, I, that, that's probably more to do with me than them. So, um, anyway, <laughs> that's, that's me still being in high school a little bit, actually. I know exactly what that is. And I would, I, I, I don't like that about myself, to be honest. Like, I, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm not a terrible person. So I don't think that, um, you know, anybody has a reason to think that I am a terrible person. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm a little bit terrible. Anyway, um, my um, uh, mom is getting married in May. She's getting married May 12th. So, and this is not like, this is this is legit like 22 or 23 years in the making <laughs> so congratulations to my mom and congratulations to edgar right now they're traveling around in california somewhere i don't know where they are but at last i saw they were in uh yellowstone national park or they were somewhere in the bay um so shout out to mom i love you uh shout out to edgar i love you too um Let's see. I I, I want to say uh, shout out to. I'm going to shout out a couple more people in my family. Actually, shout out to John James, uh, my little brother. He's uh, doing big things. I've been watching some of his videos that he has posted on YouTube. If you guys haven't yet checked out my little brother, John James, um, he is a beast. Uh, and it's John James ATL across the socials, and um, I think also on YouTube, but. I'm pretty sure the same thing on YouTube. Uh, check out his videos. He's a dancer, choreographer, um, actor, uh, lion tamer, backflip artist. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's a boxer. 
Uh, you might drive race cars. Uh, he's basically a superhero, and he's my favorite person. And uh, shout out to uh, my uh, little brother, Therese, my other little brother, Therese, and my older brother, Bobby, just because uh, y'all are also uh, my lungs and my heart, and I love you, too. I, I haven't talked to you. Well, I just talked to Therese, and I haven't talked to Bobby in a minute, so I don't know what he's up to. Um, shout out to my dad. He just had cataract surgery on his eye. Um, so get better, Jimmy. Love you. Um, let's see, you know, shout out to all the friends <laughs> that I haven't had time to spend time with because I've been working and shout out to all the other podcast listeners who haven't gotten the podcast fixed. So I apologize. Um, I'll try not to ever take that long again. Um, but if I do, please understand that, um, I'm, you know, trying to get this bread, trying to get this money. So all right. Uh, so first uh, question of the week. I need you guys' advice. So please, please, please send your uh, advice to me to podcast email. It's helpyouhelpmepod at gmail.com. So um, here is the deal. I'm going full force uh, into... I, I, I'm obsessed with um, investing money right now. Like, I, I don't know why I, I, I maybe have a gambling problem. I don't know. I don't know, but this seems like healthy. So, um, I'm using an app called stash, which I, I didn't know nothing about. So it's not even like really asking for advice. It's just asking anybody out there who's using stash, please explain what stash is. <laughs> Um, I, I'm not, when I say I'm using it, I said, I doubt, I mean, I downloaded it, but I haven't used it yet. Uh, it, it seemed interesting, interesting. So, um, anybody out there who's using the stash app for investing, uh, let me know how it works and what you guys are investing in and what are some smart moves, um, with that particular app. Also, um, I am, uh, in the middle of deciding um, what kind of upgrades I need to make for the podcast. So, hear me out here. <laughs> um, this podcast has been about two things um, since the beginning. One, first and foremost, actually. Uh, about It's been about me receiving advice from you, the listener. It's been about me kind of going through my day-to-day -day decisions and um using your guidance as um as uh the the catalyst for me changing my life um and uh number two it's been about you having an opportunity to do the same for other people out there listening and for me to try to um do that as well for you guys to give you guys advice through emails and whatnot and with some fun things along the way with, with fun segments and with, with, you know, um, I don't know, like it's, it's been about really, um, keeping you guys entertained and a way to do that. Um, uh, the best way that I could think to do that was to be involved with the Patreon app. So, um, I don't have any patrons yet. And, Part of my idea behind what the Patreon app is going to do for the podcast is uh, to help improve um, sort of the quality of it um, to, to, to keep recording or keep releasing the podcast through 
anchor, but to also, um, you know, have different things, different interactive things and different things that improve the podcast sound wise and improve, uh, you know, the, the visual, uh, my concept of the visual part of the podcast, which would be the YouTube channel and all that stuff. And so it wasn't, uh, 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 if you guys are interested in becoming patrons on, uh, Patreon, um, I'm going to, uh, put a challenge out there, uh, to the first 10 patrons of help you help me. Um, so the first 10 patrons of help you help me will receive exclusively, um, the formerly untitled project. Uh, podcast project that I um, recorded and then decided that I wasn't going to release it um, until I get uh, at least 10 Patreon patrons. Um, I say formally untitled because I, I came up with a title which will be revealed to the first 10 <laughs> Patreon patrons. Um, it's it, it's a very challenging podcast and I think it came out great. And um, if I didn't tell you, if you don't remember what the concept of it is, the concept of the, uh, of the new podcast is it's a fiction podcast is I I'm, I'm writing it week to week. Um, and each week there's going to be a different episode. Um, but it's just me telling a story um, I don't want to give away any spoilers, but what I will say is that it's more of an anthology type of podcast um, with separate stories that all have uh, connective tissue. Um, and then the end, that connective tissue will um, reveal itself and how all of uh, the characters um, are going to interact in the second season. But in the first season... They don't interact with each other. There's there's one thing that interacts with every character in every story, and then the second season will be how they come together. Um, so that is going to be again an exclusive uh for the first 10 patrons on Patreon. Find me on Patreon, it's help you help me. Help you help me, help you help me, help you help me podcast. Anyway, I'm gonna take a quick break. Um I have a quick I don't know her. Two of them, I think. One definite one, but we'll be right back with that. Hey, guys, I just wanted to uh, take a quick break to remind you to send in your answers for me or your questions, if you have any, uh, to the podcast email list help you help me pod at gmail.com. No question is uh, off the table or taboo or whatever the case may be. Uh, and no answer either. Um, pretty soon uh, in probably the next episode, I'm going to um, respond to some of your, uh, some of your, your emails. Cause a lot of y'all uh, had a lot of stuff to say about some of my opinions. And I, uh, I don't think it's uh, fair for me not to uh, shout you guys out and read your emails and respond to you um, because that's what this is about. It's a growing experience. So anyway, next episode, you guys have that to look forward to. 
Um, also, if you are not uh, currently using the Vero app, V-E-R-O, uh, use that. It's nice. If you're listening to the sound of my voice on any of your podcast platforms and you're wondering how in the, how in the fuck I got here, um, how, how my unqualified ass got here, um, think Anchor. Uh, the Anchor app is uh, an app that allows anybody with a phone or a tablet or any microphone-enabled device uh, to create a podcast and put it out into the world. Um, please share your podcast with me uh, at the podcast email. Uh, help you help me pod uh, at gmail.com. Um, I want to listen to what you got to say and be your fan. Um, so, uh, yeah. Back to the show. Hey, welcome back. So, y'all want to know who I don't know? Um, Diana Volochich, Volich, Diana the bitch. She's a 25-year-old social studies teacher at Crystal River Middle School in Florida. Um, of course. <laughs> of course it's Florida. Like, as right as I start to claim my Florida nest, um, I, I, I am not a Floridian. And, and I will never be. But I do have Florida ways. Um, this bitch. She comes along. So, she goes under the pseudonym Tiana Dolovich Delichov. Tiana the bitch cares um uh on a podcast because fuck's sake anyway on a podcast her podcast is called unapologetic now here is the deal here's a couple things first of all um her podcast is a white nationalist podcast where she spews hate and ignorance about everything having to do with being a white supremacist. She's open about it. She says it. She's not, you know, beating around the bush or being Rush Limbaugh about her white nationality, their white nationalist nationality. I don't know. She's not doing that thing. She's not, she, she, she's being straight, straight up. I'm a racist. Um, so, Girl, listen, <laughs> I have a thing or two that I feel about racist. Like you guys are out there spewing ignorance and hate because I guess you feel like you or your ancestors were or your, you know, your future, whatever will be hurt by um, immigrants or people who were forcibly brought to this country and were forced to raise generations in it uh, as if they wanted to. So, here we are. Anyway, listen, Diana, I don't know you because all you had to do was put auto-tune on the mic, change your voice, maybe not put the same profile picture uh, that is on the school's website as the cover of your podcast. Um, But hey, you're 
that's that's not what you're about. You weren't about being secretive about being a white nationalist or being a, a racist. Um, so, of course, you wouldn't have done that. But what I don't understand is if you're that proud and, and you know, strong and wrong about your feelings about, you know, black people. Why go under a pseudonym? <laughs> like you put your face and your voice out there. Girl, let me help you out. A pseudonym will not change your voice and does not change your face, bitch. What the fuck? It just changes your name. And if people know what you look like and what you sound like, um, there's not really much you can do about, you know, hiding it by changing your name. Like, are you serious? Like, for real, Anna Nicole Smith was not Anna Nicole Smith's name, but do you think that by changing her name, she then became unrecognizable to everyone that was in her past, like, or whatever? Like, no, they they knew. So, it's the same with Marilyn Monroe. Like, it, it doesn't change your face, bitch. <laughs> I would love to read you the house down, but Crystal West already did that on the read. So if you guys want to hear what Crystal has to say to young Miss Dehan and the bitch, uh, go listen to the episode of the read. But what I have to say to you, bitch, is I don't know you because how dare you get in front of a classroom full of impressionable minds in middle school age kids and start spewing that fucking hate about black people and about immigrants and just and freely admitting and proud of the fact that you bring that into your classroom to teach other kids fuck you because when kid, when parents send their kids to school especially to a public school you're being paid by the fucking government first of all if I was an IRS I'd come and fucking audit you for every dime you made as a fucking teacher I'd put you on your ass and I'd put you under the ground like not kill you but you know I'd bury I'd bury I'd fucking bury you fuck you Kids trust their teachers and almost like emphatically trust their teachers. And for you to spew this kind of hate and under the guise of it being curriculum and under the guise of it being knowledge um, is a betrayal of every teacher on the face of the planet. It's a betrayal. Teachers, in a way are like news anchors like you're there to state the facts you're there to give the facts you're there to educate (laughs) and what you are doing by saying that a kid who grows up in nigeria or wherever or ghana i think she said i can't remember what she said she's fucking stupid um would have a lower iq or would not be able to have or be as academically inclined as a kid from Sweden. Like, Jesus Christ, like, where's where's your proof, bitch? Where's your fucking proof? Diana, listen, I don't know you because I, uh, I don't like traitors ass bitches and you're a traitor to all teachers and you're a traitor to education as, as a whole. Um, you're also, uh, racist piece of shit and I hope that you um I hope you keep up with your ignorant shit because you'll never be a teacher again and somebody has to make the chicken nuggets we'll be back
All right, so this is about to get really, really uh, gamerific. When, to some of you, nerdy. So, um, if you are uh, bored by the sound of my voice talking about video games, which happens a lot, um, then, you know, fast forward, uh, because this is happening. So, I still receive Game Informer in the mail. Now, I know that, you know, they offer it as an online magazine, and, you know, uh, I guess that's better for the environment. But fuck that. I like having the physical magazine, and um, I just recently um, got the top 300 games of all time issue. So um, I haven't opened it up yet. I don't know what's in here. I'm going to crack it open, and we're going to discuss not all 300, because who the hell has time for that? But we're going to uh, discuss some of them. And right off the top, Number 300, Yakuza O, or Yakuza Zero. Um, it's a PS4 game. Any of you guys played that, let me know. Um, I have not played any of the Yakuza games. I've seen them played before, um, and I quite enjoy them. Well, I enjoy watching people play them. I enjoy watching the playthroughs and stuff on YouTube. So um, that's awesome. Uh, congratulations on number 300. That doesn't mean you're the worst game ever. It just means that you're in the top 300. 299 is Wii Sports. Now, I know I'm going to order it. It seems like I'm doing what I said I wasn't going to. Uh, but uh, Wii Sports is 299? The fuck? Like, mm. Like, 300 of all time to two. Okay. I, I'm, all right. We'll, we'll go with that. Uh, 295 is Infamous. 296 is Amplitude. 293 is uh, Monster Hunter. Now, this is a pretty popular game. It, wow, it just came out this year. How is it already in the top 300 games of all time? It must be fucking bomb. Um, so anybody out there play Monster Hunter, let me know. Um, should I be on this? Because I am excited about it now. God, it just came out this year. Um... Paper Mario is 277. That didn't need to be on this list at all. It's one of the worst games I've ever played in my life. Uh, Need for Speed, Hot Pursuit. Yeah, yeah, actually, I really like Hot Pursuit. Um, of the Need for Speed games, I, I, Hot Pursuit is probably my favorite. Um, SSX3, hell yeah. Um, I think SSX Tricky was the first uh, SSX game that I ever played. Um, but I've played SSX3, and it is actually bomb. I, I, I love that game. It's a snowboarding game for anybody out there who's never <laughs> played it. It's a snowboarding game. Um, in kind of the Tony Hawk pro skater style of, you know, uh, divorce from reality sort of um, sports game. Wow, little big, little big Planet is 266. Um, shocking, actually. I feel like that's low for. Uh, I mean, it's it's a, a low number for uh, Little Big Planet. Um, little Big Planet is um, one of the most inventive games that I've ever played. I, I can't believe it's uh, 266. That's crazy. Um, let's see what's up next. Mm. The Witcher, I've never played that. Harvest Moon. 
uh, SNES, uh, 1996 SNES version. Okay. Uh, if anybody's out there ever played Stardew Valley, um, it's basic concept of Stardew Valley was uh, taken from Harvest Moon. Um, so um, if you've never played Harvest Moon, but you play Stardew Valley, and there you go. That's what it is. I mean, I think you can also get um, like a Game Boy emulator of it or something. Mm. And if you hear me changing, turning pages, I'm actually turning pages. Whoa! 2013 Tomb Raider is 257. Who made this list? <laughs> it's literally... Um, well, I mean, I haven't played all 300 of these games, so I may not be. But I feel like I, I feel like that's, you know, top 20, my, in my top 20. Space Invaders is at a disrespectful 245. <laughs> uh, and Tekken 3 is rated too high at 247. Um, I, I, part of, I think, what uh, my issue is with some of these is that I, I get that they're on this list, some of them for nostalgia reasons, but some of them uh, did not age well. And so that's what I would uh, base my criteria on. And, and, Tekken, and Tekken did not age well. Uh, especially up to the third game it 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 it, it, it uh, it's almost like i feel like it's unplayable as, as fighting games go so um i wouldn't have put it up that high but i didn't make this list um double dragon is at 238 all right Titanfall 2. Like, why is Titanfall 2 on this list? Uh, Castlevania is at 234. Super Mario Odyssey is at 224. Mm, I didn't play Dead Rising 2. I did play Fire Emblem uh, Awakening. I, I don't think that it deserves to be at 231. Like, I think that's high as well. I, I, I mean, Fire Emblem is just not my my jam in a lot of ways some some it, it, some of them are great i think there's a few games in the series that i just can't get into but legend of zelda Link's awakening is at uh 216 sonnet the head whoa bro controversy 217 through 222 all right Let's go through these one at a time. 217 is Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> 217 is Sonic the Hedgehog, the original Sonic the Hedgehog. That makes no sense to me. Um, that is disrespectful. If Mario, if any Mario, if, if Mario 2 is anywhere higher than this, I don't think I can respect the people who came up with this list because Jesus Christ. Sonic the Hedgehogs 217. Bayonetta 218. I mean Nah man. <laughs> Plants vs. Zombies is 219. <sighs> I don't want to discount PopCap as like a brilliant game maker because they are. I just wouldn't have put I I I, I wouldn't have put Plants vs. Zombies at 219. Uh, Valkyria Chronicles Fable 2 is at 20 at 221 
Why is Fable 2 on this list? Max Payne is at 222, way too low. Um, Max Payne is classic. It's 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 fucking classic. I, I can't believe this. This this list is actually starting to piss me off a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Angry Birds? What the fuck? Angry Birds is at 213, so you put Angry Birds above Sonic the Hedgehog? What the fuck? You put alright. I'm officially pissed at this list. This is like this list is trash. It's trash. Call of Duty's at 207. Prince of Persia is on this list at all. Let me not do that. Prince of Persia is actually a good game. It's a terrible movie, and don't let me blame the game for the sense of the movie. Uh, Prince of Persia was good. Um, Silent Hill is at 199. That seems appropriate. Marvel vs. Capcom 2 for the Dreamcast is at 202. I can't really hate on that to be honest can't really hate on that marble madness is at 198 load runner oh my god i remember that game it's at 197 um let's see fifa 15 is at 189 somebody's gonna have to give me some context on that i've never played a fifa game i don't think i care to um twisted metal 2 is at 187. That seems that seems appropriate. The original Assassin's Creed is at 185. That seems low. Asteroids is at 178. That is disrespectful. But I get it. I mean Guitar Hero is at 177. I I get it. Super Mario Brothers 2, 181. Disrespectful. That's what I said. If it's higher than Sonic the Hedgehog, this is a disrespectful last fucking list, and I'm and I'm pissed. Bejeweled. Like, I remember the Bejeweled being a Sega Genesis game, um, and I remember like in in, in the age where my mom um, was obsessed with Tetris, uh, discovering Bejeweled and then losing her mind. Um, Ninja Gaiden is at seventy. Stardew Valley is at uh, Ninja Gaiden is at one seventy. Stardew Valley is at one sixty seven. Uh, NBA A 2K11 is at 165. That seems appropriate. That was kind of, I think, the best of the 2K series, to be honest. Um, Gears of War 2 is at 161. Okay, now we're getting into... Oof. Dig Dug is at 158. Um, We're getting into the heavy hitters. I see what they did here. I'm getting a le- little bit less pissed, except for Sonic the Hedgehog is still at a really... I can't, I don't understand. Um, Tomb Raider, the PS1 version is at 156. Uh, Okay. It's not better than, it's not better than the reboot at all. So, okay. Portal 2 is at 147. That seems low. Destiny is at 149. That seems high. (laughs) Like, for real. Um... Pac-Man is at the original 1980 arcade is at 144. Again, disrespectful. Top 50. Top 50. Um, also, because it ages, it ages well. Like, Pac-Man aged well. And some of these games are rate, rated way too high. And they did not age well. It's like, what the fuck? 
Um, Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty is at 138. Um, I can see that, but like, it still seems like it, it, it seems like if you're going to have this list, the reason why this is controversial is because you're putting games like Soul Calibur into the same sort of of all time mix as like Mega Man X, which is like how how Batman Arkham City is at 126. Got it. Bioshock Infinite 117. That is low. God of War 3 at 119. That is low. I just don't understand how you can compare God of War to Gran Turismo. Like the room in which this list was made must have been full of people flipping tables and chairs. Um, because, wow. This is... I if, Uncharted 2 is at 112. Metroid Prime's at 113. Uh, lies. 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 Metroid Prime is top 50. I mean, in real life. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is at 100. Say that again, people. Breath of the Wild is at 100. Actually, that's not a bad spot to be in. That means you're in the top 100 of all games of all time. Uh, Super Mario Galaxy 2 is uh, 98. I, uh, I think I've missed the Super Mario Galaxy, like... Guys, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas is 90, and it was probably one of the worst of the Grand Theft Auto games, to be honest. Like, I remember everybody freaking out about it and, like, the hot coffee thing, and everybody's like, oh, God, this game's gone. They're, they're pushing the limits. And, and I thought it was garbage. Like, I still think it's garbage, and I don't know why it's on this list. By the way, a spoiler alert, I did skip ahead a little bit, um, and there are actually two Grand Theft Auto games on this fucking list. Fuck this list. Shadow of the Colossus, the 2005 version for PS2, is number 83. Animal Crossing is 82. I'm proud of Animal Crossing for being on this list. And I'm proud of people for putting it on this list because it could have been overlooked because, I mean, it is a cutesy sort of uh, game. But now we're getting into uh, Mario City here. <laughs> at number... At number 69, Mario 64. At number 66, Mario Super Mario Brothers. Um, GoldenEye is 68. That seems appropriate. Um, let's see. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is at 6. Okay, I'm a little less pissed. I get it. The, the, the Sonic the Hedgehog 2, it ranks higher than... Super Mario Brothers, and that seems appropriate. Like, that seems like a real thing. Um, you know, it's it's a better game. It, and it exceeded its predecessor, which I don't think Mario Brothers 2 did. Um, so, Resident Evil is at 59. Legend of Zelda is at 58. Metroid's at 57. Mortal Kombat 2 is at 56. That seems like a good little bundle there i i probably would put those somewhere um around there as well grand theft auto 3 is at 51 i lied there are three grand theft auto games on this list oh god super mario brothers melee is number 50 metal ghost Solid 3 snake eaters 49 contra 
is 47. Mike Tyson's punch out is 48. Hmm. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time is 39. I haven't played Uncharted 4, but that seems... I don't, I don't know. I have to play it. Super Mario Kart is number 35. Resident Evil 4 is number 34. Mega Man 2 is number 36. And now I'm just going through the list. I wasn't going to discuss all of these, but geez Louise. This is, I mean, it's 300 games. You knew I wasn't going to discuss all of these games. Come on. Super Mario World is number 26. Assassin's Creed 2, number 29. Oh, just kidding. There are four Grand Theft Auto games. Grand Theft Auto Vice City is 28. Clearly, Rockstar has bought some sort of stock in GameStop or something, because what the fuck? <laughs> the Last of Us is number 25. Disrespectful. The Last of Us deserves to be higher than number 25. Of all time, girl, please. Super Metroid is number 20. Also disrespectful. Mass Effect 2, number 19. Chrono Trigger, number 16. Ooh. Street Fighter 2 Turbo, number 14. Bioshock. No, no infinite. Number 15. Hmm. Doom 13. Minecraft, oh god. I mean, I get it. I get it. I get it that there's an impact and there's a whole community and that's great. That's fun, whatever. But Minecraft is trash. That shit is so fucking boring. It's the most boring game I've ever played. It is trash. 11 is Mrs. Pac-Man. Again, age as well. I, it's inappropriate. That's appropriate. Number 8. Red Dead Redemption. Number seven, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. I will tell you right now, I've never in my life cared about a Call of Duty game. <sighs> Except for the first one. I stopped caring after the first one, to be honest. Final Fantasy 6 is number six. World of Warcraft is number five. Totally understand that. I get it. Grand Theft Auto 5 is number four. I didn't even want to say that. That hurt my heart. Tetris is number three. Drum roll, please. Your number one, number two, and number one games of the 300 of all time. Number two, Super Mario Brothers 3 completely deserves it. So Super Mario Brothers 3, to me, was... it. Uh, the first platformer of its kind and that it took um, the elements that everybody loved about uh, Super Mario Brothers and fixed everything people hated about Super Mario Brothers 2 because it was Doki Doki Panic anyway um, and created something that was completely fresh and new for the, for gaming I think and just like the way that the, the world map worked was like sort of like RPG like, but then like going into the worlds and the, the it's it's a, it's the best game ever made. And to me, I could play Super Mario Brothers three any day of the week, and I like that the new Super Mario Brothers for Wii and for Wii U kind of took that on. And I don't know, and I've played Super Mario Odyssey. It is fucking fun. I think it's rated too low in this list. However, side-scrolling uh, Mario 
platformers is where it's at for me. Same for Kirby. Like I, I Kirby's also not on this list. Which please send in an email. Let's discuss. Number one, Le- the Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past deserved, deserved. I, I, I feel like um, this list for me could have used three less Grand Theft Auto games. <laughs> Because if Grand Theft Auto 4 wasn't included, but Grand Theft Auto San Andreas was, like, meh, okay, girl. Um, also, they left out Kirby, as I said before. Um, they left out, they chose Resident Evil, but not Resident Evil 2, which doesn't make sense to me. Um, like, there was two there was two Batman games on here which I'm proud of that's really that was really cool um however I didn't see um I didn't see Brothers which to me was one of the best games I've ever played in my life um I didn't see um Life is Strange Life is oh my like seriously how is Life is Strange not on this list Again, I feel like the room was full of a bunch of people uh, throwing tables and chairs at each other. So um, thank you guys for listening to me rant about that list. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Okay, a couple of emails. Uh, if you guys hear any noise in the background, it's raining outside. So uh, that's what that is. Um, first email. Uh, is Tapitha. She says, uh, I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to be dating this guy I met online and he brings up sex a lot. I tell him that I don't want to have sex yet. And he tells me it's fine, but then talks about it again. Either what, either the next day or later on that day, he always texts me saying how he misses me and how he wants to see me. And also says he wants to cuddle. He told me that he cuddle. All right, girl. He told me that he uh, wanted to delete, wanted me to delete my account on the app we met off of, even though he still has his. And he told me that he feels uneasy with me having my account still. I keep asking him if he wants, if he just wants sex, and he keeps telling me that he wants sex, but he wants to be with me. He was talking about sex, and I asked if we were going to have sex when we hung out. And he said it was up to me. I told him I did, but I didn't. And he told me he wasn't going to leave and that he wanted to be with me for a long time. We hung out three times already. And all we do is kiss and cuddle. Does it sound like he's going to use me and then stop talking to me? Um, sure. I mean, some guys are really charming and and able to play this sort of like super supportive uh, role where, you know, they they get, the, uh, but the, there's some telltale signs here. He, he sounds like he's charming, but he's telling you that he's going to have sex with you and probably not talk to you again. I mean, I, that's if you're reading between the lines here. And, and and those lines are not even double spaced. I mean, they're just you know, like uh, 
it's it's hard to say until you have sex with them to be honest and it it you can either get the sex out of the way and get the heartbreak out of the way or just not deal with it but you also are probably going to have to you know come to terms with the fact that guys talk about sex even when you say you don't want to have sex doesn't mean that that they won't talk about it um the prospect of it you know i i feel like you have to um kind of give him a chance here because um you may be trying to take the lead on this and it might end up you know blowing up in your face somehow so i i think that maybe giving him an uh give give him an out either have sex with him and let him and, and let him do what he's gonna do or you know find a guy who is as committed to abstaining as you are um or at least uh, uh has i guess a lower sex drive or something it sounds like the guy's just probably it's horny i don't know good luck tabitha i i feel like this will i feel like it'll be fine i it, you met him on an app and, and like the telltale sign that he's just trying to fuck really is that he it's telling you to delete the app but he's not going to that's either a control thing or that's uh, him getting sex elsewhere while he's not getting it from you or whatever so I don't know I, I've just I'd drop him honestly like drop him and find somebody I think th- that you're more compatible with All right, uh, next email. Uh, it, it's uh, hey David, thank you for uh, emailing me this. But it's a parenting question, uh, and I'm pretty unqualified for those. But this one's not a hard parenting question. Um, is GTA Five uh, f- uh, made for thirteen a thirteen year old? No. My son wants to get it so bad. I think he's mature, uh, but there's cursing and kills. Also, what scares me is that there's a strip club in it. (laughs) And what's even worse, uh, they're topless. I don't know if they're topless. I don't want him being obsessed uh, with the game. Uh, But is it safe for him? Oh, okay. So, uh, no, it's not for him. (laughs) It's it's an adult game. Listen, parents, all of you. Video games have ratings for a reason. They do. The, the ESRB is not perfect, but neither is the MPAA. Um, it's, it's, it's rated M, bro. No, it's not for your 13-year-old. And if you gave your 13-year-old everything you begged for, he'd be pretty fucking unhealthy. So I, I, I would say that uh, the answer is no. Please don't buy GTA 5 for your 13-year-old. He's going to probably go to a friend of his house and play it. Uh, if you don't let him play it, um, if kids still do that. I don't know if kids still do that. I think with the whole online gaming thing kids don't go to each other's houses and play games anymore why would they do that um but no it's it's not appropriate for your child it's not even pretending to be appropriate for a 13 year old child (laughs) it's 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 made for adults it's it's m for mature and and m for mature doesn't mean um 
your child's level of maturity, it means an age range of 17 and older. So no, it's not for your 13 year old son. Um, uh, there's plenty of games out there for kids his age that are awesome. And uh, there's teen for teen rated games that he could play that are also awesome. Um, but if, you know, that kind of ride the line of that sort of, um, you know, narrative and, and type of gameplay. Um, so I, I, for instance, he might love the Uncharted series, the Uncharted series, or I, I think Uncharted 2, at least, uh, is rated T if I'm for teen, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and even if it's not, the Uncharted series doesn't have that sort of, uh, you know, glorification of sex and violence that I feel like you're worried about with GTA five. So, um, no, it's not for your 13 year old. Not everything is for everybody. That's why things have ratings. Last email. Uh, this is, Oh, Hey, Don, Dawn, D A W N. Do so. Uh, <laughs> what's up, Don, Don, Dawn. Hey, Eddie, uh, you talk a lot about Assassin's Creed origin. Um, what is your favorite boss battle in the game so far? Um, also, have you had a chance to explore ancient Egypt um, in the non-combat version? Okay. So, uh, so far, my favorite boss... Oh, that's hard. There's some that definitely are challenging. Like, they suck. Like, they're not bad. They're just, they're real hard. Like, the... I don't want to be spoilery. Uh, the fight with Anubis is, is real hard. Um, I think there's... I don't know if I can mention any that are better than others. What I would say that some of them are, like, more satisfying. Like, the, killing the hyena is more satisfying. Uh, I, I think. And and uh, kill, uh, killing the crocodile. Uh, the crocodile boss battle isn't hard, um, but I liked it. The, the the I can't remember which boss battle it is, but the one where you have to kill the guy in the bathhouse and then you have to escape. That one's awesome. Um, and yes, 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 yes. I've played the, the non-combat version, the, the exploration of ancient Egypt. I haven't gotten all the way through it. I only uh, I went to th uh, through a couple of them. Um, uh, by a couple, I mean like maybe eight or ten. And it's interesting. Like, I really like it. Um, it's it's sort of my speed if I want to get my Assassin's Creed fixed without having to deal with the stress of, like, actually assassinating people. Um, but, yeah, it's it's great. It's it's one of uh, it's it's one of the coolest additions or DLCs I've ever seen for a game, and especially with all the work that they put into, um, obviously, the work that they put into uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, I having this this particular dlc i think is um kind of a, it's really outstanding um and there was so much uh care uh, into it as much as there was into the game uh the main game so um if you have not played assassin's creed origin um i would highly suggest it it's probably um you know going to be my game of the year uh last year uh, that shifted around a little bit. I think Rise of the Tomb Raider was my game of last year. Um, although, you know, Resident Evil 5 and Injustice 2 and there's a bunch of them that were like right up there. Um, but um, 
for right now, um, Assassin's Creed Origins is my jam. All right. Uh, on to the Yahoo's answers. Um, I might only do a couple of these today. I, I don't know if you can hear or tell, but I'm starting to lose my voice a little bit. Or I'm having extreme trouble speaking. Anyway. Um, this Yahoo's answers. Questions? Answer? Questions? Uh, says, how do I stop hating myself? I've hated myself for years, and I'm not sure how to stop. I don't help hate myself as much as I used to, but I definitely don't love myself. I'm just so insecure about everything, like my looks and my personality. Okay. Um, that is a, uh, that's a journey. It's a process. Um, and, and you'll go back into it and come out of it and go back into it and come out of it with each failure and success in your life. Um, I, had this, you know, I, I, I for a long time struggled with um, being okay with myself, um, and I hated myself and 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 hated things about myself that I was was not able to control, um, and you know, am not able to control, and I just got older. I just got older and stopped caring, and I think you will as well hopefully um if, if you are older than i am that the same thing will happen you'll just get older and you'll stop caring like you'll you'll move on with your life and be your definition your definition of you know funny and your definition of good looking and your definition of intelligent and what that means to you is it's it's a singular experience that what that means to you is what it means to you. It doesn't have to mean the same thing to anybody else. It doesn't have to mean anything to anybody else. Um, you, it's easy to hate yourself. Unfortunately, it's easier to hate yourself than it is to love yourself. But I challenge you to love yourself. And I challenge each and every one of you to love yourselves. If you're going through anything that's making you feel less than or making you feel um, like any any shred of worthlessness. I, I would encourage you to muddle through that feeling because um, it's real and I don't think you should try to not feel real feelings. Um, but also know that that feeling is irrational and it's your mind playing tricks on you. You're not worthless. We're all worth um, our, we're, we're all worth the air we breathe. Some of us. Um, there's a lot of people out there who should feel terrible about themselves who don't. <laughs> I, th those people are just unable to unpack certain situations in their lives and unpack things for themselves. And so they live in uh, a, a world where they're shrouded in a, a facade of, of you know, uh, confidence and, and cockiness and that sort of thing and they should not be living for themselves in that way um, but they do so I would say that the most important thing for you to do is to look at those people and know that at the very least you're able to be aware of yourself uh, in a way that again I feel like maybe irrational if you hate yourself but 
um, you're at least able to be self-critical and there's people who aren't able to do that. But what you have to do with that criticism is turn it into a positive. So if you're going to criticize, you know, if, if you criticize yourself for, you know, the way that your hair looks, uh, then, you know, find a find something positive about your hair and accentuate that. Or um, if you think that, you know, you have trouble speaking in front of people and expressing yourself and having fluid and cohesive thoughts, uh, start a podcast. That's what I did. Uh, <laughs> uh, one of my, uh, I, one thing that I feel like I learned about myself very recently is that I'm, I'm great at talking, um, but I'm terrible at communicating. Um, so I decided to not hate that about myself and to not beat myself up about that. Um, but to start a podcast that would force me to, uh, speak incoherent thoughts. Now, has that happened a hundred percent of the time since this podcast started? Fuck no, <laughs> no, Jesus, I'm human. And so I, I, but I don't, you know, I, I don't begrudge myself my humanity, uh, I, we're all different, but I f hope that you, this feeling uh, that you hate yourself or this feeling of worthlessness for you, uh, I hope that you're able to shed that and find that confident, um, beautiful person on the inside. All right, guys, that's it uh, for me. Um, I know it's a short podcast this time around. Um, I... I uh, really just wanted to uh, uh, talk to you guys uh, just in general this week. I didn't have much to talk about, but um, I'll be back next week with uh, with a more robust show. Uh, I, I just wanted to, uh, you know, say hello and check in and do all the things that you do with your friends. Um, the podcast email is help you help me pod at gmail.com, Twitter, H Y H M underscore pod. Help you help me podcast across all the other, so all the other socials. So find me there. Um, before I go though, I wanted to, um, send love and hugs and, um, good vibes to all the people in Austin, Texas, um, who are, um, dealing with the tragedy uh, of the, these bombings that are happening there. Um, it seems pretty unreal um, it, 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 for us to be going through this in a way. Um, and, and having been in Orlando during um, the Pulse tragedy, um, I, I, I can't feel anything but the utmost sympathy and sadness and empathy for you guys and so I hope that you are able to move past this terrorist attack and become or, or stay stay uh, the amazing and lovely and, and artistic and progressive community that you are um, uh, I love you Austin Texas and you guys will make it through this. Uh, I didn't got to sign off because I don't have a sign off. Bye.